Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Welcome to Yale University Healthcasts, brought to you by Yale Health. The future of care is here. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Yale Healthcasts. I'm Dr. Adam Smith, your host, and joining me in the studio today is Anne-Marie Surcott, registered nurse and health educator in the Department of Health Education and Staff Development at Yale Health. Anne-Marie, welcome back. Thank you, Adam. Glad to be back. We had done a previous netcast discussing uh, influenza and who should get vaccinated for the flu. Um, now that we're in flu season, I wanted to get a little bit more information to our listeners about the flu itself, what to think about if we think we have the flu or if someone has come down with the flu. Now, every fall, I believe that any time between fall and the spring and even in summer, people get head colds, um, coughs, sniffles, that kind of thing, upper respiratory tract infections. But I think it may be valuable to our listeners to know what is the difference or the main differences between the flu and when should someone seek therapy for that? Sure, those are great questions. It's often confusing to decide if you have a cold or flu. Some basic information that might be helpful is a the flu is much more severe and sudden in onset. All the symptoms take on a much more different uh, effect. You're really, it's not the weekend thing, like I was sick over the weekend. You're really in bed, down for the count, got a fever, got all the symptoms, the aches. You don't care what's going on around you. So it is seasonal, the flu, and there is a vaccine. Unlike the cold, it's caused by multiple viruses and it's gradual onset and it's usually less severe. You usually tough it out and go to work or do your usual activities. Not so with the flu. And the flu has been known to kill people um, due to complications like pneumonia particularly. And the best way to prevent that obviously is to vaccinate. Old people and young people alike that I have seen uh, with the flu spending the majority of my time in the hospital are completely wiped out by this. Um, they have never experienced anything quite like it, and it is distinctly different from a head cold in which you can suffer through um, with over-the-counter remedies. Now, there are over-the-counter remedies available, or at least that are marketed for treatment of the flu. Can you spend a couple of moments or minutes with us uh, talking about options for treatment? Sure, treatment options. Well, first and foremost, rest. I know that sounds simple, but in today's gotta go and gotta do society, mm -hmm. it doesn't happen so easily. Plenty of fluids, avoiding alcohol, because that can be dehydrating, and over-the-counter meds as per your health condition. People with hypertension, for example, need to watch their use of antihistamines and decongestants. You wanna relieve the stuffy nose, sometimes a nasal spray will work, a local thing or treat a fever, but I caution, do not give aspirin in children under 18 because of the risk of something called Rye syndrome. Salt, good old-fashioned saltwater gargles are helpful. Lozenges are also helpful, very portable. Hot liquids, chicken soup, believe it or not, has been shown to help relieve the mucus congestion, and cough medicines as needed. If the fever is really climbing and it's hanging on and you're getting worse and things are not looking good, you really need to touch base with your clinician to see if you need any further treatment. So just to reiterate, the flu is caused by a virus. Yes. And really, the remedy is rest and hydration. Mm -hmm. um, people may not know that we do tend to lose a lot of water through our breathing and through sweating when you have a high fever, so it is important to remain well hydrated. 
in addition to symptom management, uh, many folks have probably heard about the antivirals that are available for the flu. Can you spend a moment just to uh, tell us what's available and when someone might uh, expect or need that? Sure. Actually, it's part of the CDC take three action steps to fight the flu. It's the third step. The first being getting the flu vaccine. Now remember, that's for ages six months and above, and everyone's op- available to have the flu shot. It takes about two weeks to give that protection, so good old hand washing saves lives. The second part of the take three plan is to take everyday preventative precautions to stop the spread of germs. You might overlook these sometimes, particularly hand washing, covering your cough or sneeze, throwing away individual tissues. Germs spread easily on surfaces. We touch our computers, our phones, etc. Wiping them down regularly during flu season is important. And additionally, if you're ill, you need to stay at home until that fever is gone for at least 24 hours. Infecting everybody is not the way to go. You mentioned the antiviral drugs, something like Tamiflu, perhaps, people have heard about. It's important to have that discussion with your clinician. They are available, but for a select few, where their health conditions could get quite worse very quickly. The important part about antivirals, it needs to be prescribed within 48 hours of symptoms. And additionally, I want to make one point about antibiotics. Antibiotics cannot help flu symptoms. Mm -hmm. They treat bacterial infections, which the flu you just mentioned was a virus, and they're not going to work. You may need them down the line if what you have turns into a bacterial pneumonia, a case like that. But remember, prevention's the key. Let's hope that we can keep these infections as bad as they may get fairly simple. And I will just encourage our listeners, again, if they do have questions or feel that either they or a loved one um, has contracted the flu, that they can reference our website at yalehealth.yale.edu for important contact numbers and additional information. Thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, Adam. This has been a Yale University HealthCast, sponsored by Yale Health and the Office of Public Affairs. For more information on this and other health topics, visit our website, yalehealth.yale.edu.